Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. Are you with me? Are you with me? Verse 14. Sabi dito, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last. I, I don't want you to miss this. Kaya, if we break it down ko ulit. My master, umalis siya, at sabi niya, I'm going on a long trip. Pinatawag niya yung kanyang mga servants. Yung isang servant, binigyan, binigyan niya ng limang bag ng silver. Yung pangalawang servant, binigyan niya ng dalawang bag ng silver. At yung pangatlong servant, binigyan niya ng isang bag ng silver. Pero yung hyphen dito sabi dyan, sa last part ng verse 15, the master divided it in proportion to their abilities. Now, I want you to take note of this, kahit hindi niyo ako pinapansin mga kapatid. I want you to take note of this. Ang pagbibigay ng master is not according to his capability to give, but it's all about the ability of the recipient to receive. So, hindi issue dito yung kakayanan ng master magbigay, kundi ang issue dito is yung kakayanan tumanggap nung, nung nakatanggap. So, it, it, the master divided it in proportion to their abilities, and then he left on his trip. Verse 16. Pwede bang palakasan yung monitor ko konti rito? Verse 16. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earn five more. So, yung binigyan ng limang bag, ininvest, tumubo ng limang bag. 100%. Verse 17, the servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. So yung two naging four, yung five naging ten, iba yung ten sa four, pero parehong 100%. Math, mathematics, right? Verse 18, but the servant who received one bag of silver, here you go, dug a hole, nagukay, in the ground, and hid tinago ang master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you will give an account to God. All of us will give an account. Amen? Amen? He called them and give an account to how they had used His money. Verse 20, The servant who had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more, and he said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. And I can sense the, the, the confidence. Sinasabi niya, binigyan mo ako ng lima, ito lima pa. Tumubo po, sir. And the master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. And let's celebrate together. Second translation, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few, and therefore I will make you rulers of many things. Enter into the, into the, into the joy of the Lord. Verse 22, the servant who had received two bags of silver, came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities, and let us celebrate together. Notice, in case you've missed, notice na yung sinabi ng master dun sa limang naging ten, at yung sinabi ng master dun sa dalawang naging four, 
is completely identical. Not even word had changed. Completely identical. And then verse 24, Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you did not plant, gathering crops you did not cultivate. Verse 25, I was afraid. I, would, I, I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money. Here's your money back. May money back guarantee pa, huh? Verse 26. But the, but the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I did not plant and gathered crops I did not cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least, at least, at, at least, four times a charm. At least I could have gotten some interest on it. And then he ordered, take the money from this servant and gave it to the one with ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. <laughs> to those who well what they are given, even more will... I like to repeat it again. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. And they will have an abundance. How many among you wants abundance in your life? But look at this. But from those who do nothing, for those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Because if you don't use it, you will lose it. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Welcome to Week 3 ng ating series, Punuin ng Langit. I want to talk to you about on the subject, Faithful Stewards. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, faithful stewards. This passage, mga kapatid, in Matthew 25 is also known as the parable of the talents. Ang parable is actually a short, fictitious story na usually nag-i-illustrate ng moral attitude or biblical principle. At ang, ang text na ito is all about parable, a story na may moral principle and religious principle about the talents. Now for us, ang talent kasi is yung magaling ka kumanta, magaling ka umarte, magaling kang tumulay sa alambre, magaling ka matulog pag nagpe-preach yung pastor. Yun yung mga talent that we have, that we know, but actually ang talent na ginamit sa Matthew 25 is about currency. Like yung peso currency, like yung dollar currency. So when you say one has been given five talents, kaya ang sinabi ng NLT translation, five bags of silver. Now, hindi magkasundo ang maraming Bible scholars kung gano'n ba talaga karami yung one talent but most likely, one talent ay equivalent ng three months na sweldo at that time. As I've said, hindi sila masyado magkasundo. Kaya nga, mas maganda sigurong i-assume ng isang talent is a huge amount of money. Just one is a huge amount of money. So in other words, makikita nyo sa verse 14, let's go back to that again. Asabi ng verse 14, ang passage nagsimula with this. Na sabi rito, again, walang sentence na nagsisimula sa again unless may preceding. And if you read Matthew 25, makikita nyo that this passage is actually part of the series of parables. And this parable sa Matthew chapter 25 verse 14 ay pangatlo sa mga parables na na-discuss sa chapter na ito. And all these parables, mga kapatid, ay nagpapaalala sa bawat isa sa atin kasi sabi dyan, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated. In other words, mga kapatid, kung anuman ang laman ng parable na ito, ito po ay picture ng simbahan. Or should I say this? Ang parable na ito ay picture ng dapat ginagawa ng mga Kristiyano sa pagitan ng pag-akyat ni Jesus sa langit hanggang sa kanyang muling pagbabalik. Ulitin ko po, ang Matthew 25 verse 14 to 30 ay picture, reminder sa mga Kristiyano kung ano ba ang dapat nating gawin 
magmula nang umakyat si Jesus sa langit hanggang sa kanyang muling pagbabalik. Ang Matthew 25 is a series of parables pointing to the signs of the end times. Ibig sabihin, paalala rin sa bawat isa sa atin na kahit gano'ng kakabata, kahit gano'ng kakasuccessful, ang buhay natin magtatapos at tayong lahat ay haharap sa Diyos and we will all be held accountable for the things that God has given us. Lahat po tayo magsusulit sa mga bagay na ibinigay ng Diyos sa atin. Look at this verse in 14. As sabi dito, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants, and look at this, and entrusted. See that word? Entrusted. Alam niyo po ba ibig sabihin ng entrusted? Ibig sabihin hindi sa iyo yun. Kaya entrusted. Kasi sabi dito, he entrusted his money. Very clear. It doesn't say he entrusted or give back their money. No, no, no. He entrusted the master's money. Ibig sabihin yung kanyang pera, ipinagkatiwala niya sa servant. Bilang paalala sa bawat isa sa atin, kahit tinutulugan mo na ako, intro pa lang ako. Bilang paalala sa bawat isa sa atin that everything in your life comes from and belongs to God. Stop, rewind, and play. Everything that you have comes from and belong to God. Stop, rewind, and play again. Everything in your life comes from and belongs to God. Some of you are shocked. Some of you hindi makapaniwala. Maybe because some people think that everything they have, they got by themselves. But nothing could be further from the truth. Everything good, everything good that we have comes from the goodness of our God. Everything good in our life comes from the goodness of our God. You did not make it by yourself. You did not earn it by yourself. You did not get it by yourself. You did not achieve it by yourself. Everything good that we have comes from and belongs to God. Everything in our life, every good that we have, mga kapatid. Amen. That if it had not been for the grace of God, we are all nothing. Everything in our life. Yung pagkain nyo sa inyong mga tables is all from God. Yung hinihinga nating oxygen is from the Lord. Yung trabahong papasukan mo bukas, Monday na. Nalungkot kayo, di ba? But it's from the Lord. Our family that hopefully is helping you and you have enjoyed is from God. Your finances is from the Lord. Your resources is from the Lord. Everything good comes from the goodness of our God. So, we are not owners. We are managers. Oh, wow. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, congratulations, manager ka na. Hallelujah. I mean, we are not owners. <laughs> we are managers. Now, I don't know. Maybe you are thinking, pastor, bata pa ako. Pastor, malakas pa ako. Pastor, vibrant pa ako. Yes, you may be strong now. You may be young now. Maring nakakalimutan mo ang Diyos kasi malakas ka pa. Maring hindi mo pinapansin ang Diyos kasi may oras ka pa. Maaring sinasabi mo hindi mo kailangan ng Diyos kasi talented ka pa. But wait until you die. Wait until you die. Because when you die, you will realize you came in this world with nothing and you will live in this world with nothing. Reminder, we are owners of nothing but stewards of everything. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. Lahat ng bagay na meron tayo ay ipinagkatiwala lang ng Panginoon sa atin. God is so good. God is so gracious. And God is so faithful. Do you agree with that? And God wants to bless you. God wants you to have a Zoe abundant life. Not just to exist, not just to breathe, but have abundant life. Not just to go to heaven, but have heaven on earth. That's what God wants in your life. He wants you to succeed. 
He wants you blessed. Gusto na Lord pagpalain ka. And because of His faithfulness, He can bless you. But you know what? One thing I realized and I've learned through the years is this. The secret of abundance is not just about the faithfulness of our God. Now, faithful ba ang Diyos? Yes. Pero hindi mo makukuha ang abundance dahil lang faithful ang Diyos. The secret of abundance is two-way. God's faithfulness and your faithfulness to steward the gifts that God has for you. For example, kung ikaw ay farmer, nagtatanim ka ng halaman, pag nagtanim ka ng buto, amen, umaasa ka kahit gano'ng ka-green yung thumb mo. Alam mo yung green thumb? Hindi ko alam kung anong shade, kung dark green, light green, basta green thumb. Yung, yung, yung kahit gano'ng ka-green yung thumb mo, na magtanim ka ng halaman, umaasa ka pa rin sa faithfulness ng Diyos na papaarawin niya, na papaulanin niya para tumubo yung halaman. And, and you, are, you are expecting God to be faithful na patubuin niya yung halaman, right? Yeah. Pero hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, oh, total faithful naman pala ang Diyos, hindi na ako magtatanim. Bigla na lang may tutubo dyan kasi faithful ang Diyos eh. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You want to be blessed? Yes. God is faithful? Yes. But you have to be faithful stewards of the blessing that God has for us. Ang problema ng maraming Kristiyano, hindi kayo ito, ibang Kristiyan to ha, sa ibang bansa. Ang problema ng maraming Christians nowadays, naniniwala tayo sa blessing ng pagtanggap. Pero walang naniniwala sa blessing ng pagbibigay. Walang naniniwala sa blessing ng pag-i-invest. Now, question. Sino rito gusto magkaroon ng sariling bahay? Taas kamay. Come on. Kung meron ka ng bahay, di pangalawang bahay. Come on. Sino rito gusto magkaroon, ay, gusto nyo nang huminto kayo sa pangungupahan. Right. Taas kamay. Lahat ng, come on. Angels, take note. Sino, sino, sino rito ang gusto <laughs> na magkaroon. Come on, tas yun. Nagte-take notes yung angel, baka hindi ma-take notes yan. Kayo din. Sino rito gusto magkaroon ng sariling bahay? Pati yung nanonood online, yung nasa overflow, tas kayong gamay. Okay. Lahat kayo naniniwala, gusto nyo mga kapatid, na magkaroon kayo ng sariling bahay. Bad news. Hindi babagsak sa langit yung bahay. Kahit gusto ng Diyos magkaroon ka ng bahay, hindi basta babagsak mula sa langit yung bahay. Now, faithful ba ang Diyos? Yes. But you have to make good decisions para yung kalooban ng Diyos ay mangyari sa buhay mo. Kahit gano'ng kabait ang Diyos, hindi siya magpapabagsak mula sa langit ng bahay. I was thinking about it a few days ago. Narealize ko lang mga kapatid. Alam mo, sabi lang, sabi, parang sabi ko lang, Lord, parang ayoko na mangupahan. Parang gusto ko na magkaroon. Kasi ngayon nangungupahan pa kami. Na gusto ko, Lord, pinapanalaan ko magkaroon, ako, magkaroon, tayo, magkaroon na ako ng sariling bahay. And I believe kalooban ng Diyos magkaroon ako ng sariling bahay. Kalooban ng Diyos na magkaroon ka ng sariling bahay. Do you agree? Naalala niyo si Jesus pagkakit niya sa langit na sabi niya, pe-prepare niya kayo ng mansion. Hindi sa sakyan. Specific bahay talaga. Because I believe that God wants you to, to have your own house. Bakit? Isa pang dahilan. Supernatural and spiritual reason. Kasi hanggat nangungupahang ka, may landlord ka. So may Lord over you. Right? Eh, ang problema, hindi lahat ng landlord Christian. May mga landlord na hindi Christian. So pwedeng magdesisyon yung hindi Christian na makakaapekto sa Christian. And you don't want that. Because you are walking with God. So ipagpray natin magkaroon tayo ng bahay kasi pag may sarili ka ng bahay, you have authority over the house. Amen? Ipagpray natin. Come on! Claim it! Amen. Amen. It is a proof. Pero hindi babagsak pa yan basta-basta. 
You have to make good decisions na maghahatid sa iyo sa katuparan ng mga pangako ng Diyos. Hindi ako katulad ng ibang preacher na name it, claim it, and you will receive it. No, it doesn't make them. It doesn't make sense. Hindi yan ang sinasabi ng Bible that you name it, you claim it, and you will receive it. No, sabi ng Bible, you follow the word of God. Sundin natin ang instruction ng Panginoon and be a faithful steward of the blessing that God has given you para maranasan talaga natin ang fullness of God's blessing in our life. God wants you na maging mabuti at tapat na katiwala. Steward. Ang problema ng maraming Christians, kasama na rin ako, may, may marami tayong misconceptions about stewardship. Akala na iba, pag sinabing stewardship, yung hindi ka na mamamasyal. Pag stewardship, hindi ka na magbabakasyon. Pagka good steward ka ng pera mo, hindi ka, na, hindi ka na kakain sa labas. No, it doesn't make sense. Ang stewardship is not avoiding pleasurable things. Hindi porke sinabi mong good steward ako, hindi ka na namamasyal. Hindi porke good steward, hindi ka na nakakakain ng masarap. Hindi porke good steward, ay hindi ka na nakakabili ng bagong gamit. Hindi masamang bumili ng bagong gamit. Kung may mag-iiman mo kayo, dyan yung part na yun. Kanina pa kayo, yung, eh, yun na yun eh. Hindi masama. Hindi masamang mamasyal. Hindi masamang kumain ng masasarap na pagkain. Hindi masamang bumili ng bagong damit. Wag lang at the expense na hindi mo na mapapakain yung pamilya mo. Wag lang at the expense na hindi ka makakasupport sa ministry. Wag lang at the expense na makakalimutan mo yung tithes and offering mo. Ang stewardship is not the issue of what we have. Ang stewardship is what we do with what we have. Ano ang gagawin mo sa ipinagkaloob sa inang Panginoon? Because you know what? Pwedeng mabago ang next generation kapag faithful ang generation na ito. Think about it. If you are a parent na nagsimula sa hirap, Ayaw mo na yung anak mo magsisimula uli sa hirap, right? Gusto mo siyempre, bilang isang nanay na nagdaan sa hirap, ako na nagdaan sa hirap, gusto ko yung magiging anak ko one day, hindi na mag start kung saan ako nag-start. That they will start better because I am their father is a good steward of the blessing that God has in my life. So ibig sabihin, stewardship will make the next generation have a better start than you do. Why? If we are faithful stewards, pwede natin maapektuhan ang future gen. This is how important stewardship is. And that's why it's really important na pinag-uusapan to sa church. Kasi sabi, binigyan yung isa ng lima, binigyan yung isa ng dalawa, binigyan ng isa ng isa. Pero ang pinaka-interesting, ang sabi ng verse 19, after a long time, their master returned. <laughs> Pag pinahiram ka ng sasakyan, kahit one year, hindi bumalik yung may-ari, pagbalik niya, sa kanya pa rin yan. Amen? Yung binigyan ng lima, nag-invest, naging sampu. Yung dalawa, nag-invest, naging apat. Yung isa, itinanim. Nagukay, ibinaon. Walang naging profit. Hindi niya alam, yung master bumalik, he returned from his trip, and called them to give an account. In other words, lahat tayo, one day, this is not the issue of heaven and hell. Okay? Is that clear? Hindi ito issue kung sa kapupunta, langit ba yung It is an issue of your faithfulness. That all of us, harap sa Panginoon, and we will be held accountable kung paano mo ginamit ang oras mo. Harap tayo sa Diyos at, at ipagsusulit natin paano natin ginamit ang talent natin. Lahat po tayo haharap sa Panginoon at ipagsusulit paano natin ginamit ang ating pera. Bakit? We will be judged by our faithfulness or not faithfulness in the treasures, the time and resources that God has given us. Hindi ka uusga ng Panginoon base sa lakas ng pag-iamin mo pag-preaching. Hindi ka uusga ng Panginoon kung gano'ng kalakas yung boses mo kapag praise and worship kahit wala sa tono. 
No? Hindi ka uusgaan ng Panginoon sa dami ng verses na memorize mo sa Scripture. Hindi ka uusgaan ng Panginoon basis dami ng hinighlight mong Bible verse sa Scripture. We will all be judged by our faithfulness or not faithfulness. So if you are faithful or not faithful with the things that God has entrusted to all of us. So let's review again. Yung lima naging sampu. Yung dalawa naging apat at yung isa naging isa. Bakit naging isa? Bakit, 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 bakit hindi tumubo? Binaun eh. Yun yung usual question. Usual answer rather. Ang usual answer, ah, kaya hindi tumubo, binaun eh. But in reality, yung pagbaon is just a result. I believe this is a heart issue. And I'm here to share to you three things. Three things na nakita kong reason kung bakit ibinaon. Kasi kailangan tanungin natin, ba't binaon? Anong reason? Kasi kung anuman ang rason niya, maaaring rason mo. Kung bakit hindi tayo nagiging faithful steward and maaaring hindi lang natin makita sa ating sarili, but once we find out sa ating sarili na yun ang reason kung bakit hindi tayo nagiging effective at hindi tayo, na, hindi tayo nakakaranas ng blessing ng Panginoon, eh we might as well address the issue. Isn't it? Yes. So you want to know? Yes. Okay, based on my observation, nakita ko mga kapatid na number one na reason kung bakit, <laughs> number one reason kung bakit binaon niya yung kanyang part o portion is number one, comparison. Parang sa una, parang hindi nyo makita, but I believe number one is comparison. Look at this. Look at this. Prove it, Pastor. I will prove it to you. Verse 14. Look at this. 14. 14. Nasabi dito, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. Look at this. Your eyes on the screen? Your hearts are on me? Okay. Are you with me? Okay, good. He called together. Oh. His servants. He called together. He doesn't say he called one by one. He called together. So isa-isang kwarto, tinawag niya tatlo. I check in the Greek, yes, it implies na nasa isang kwarto lang sila nung ibinigay yung treasure. Paano siya naging comparison, Pastor? Can you imagine this scenario? Yung master binigay yung resources sa harap ng isa't isa. Ivan, aalis ako, guys, aalis ako on a long trip. Pero bago ko umalis, ipagkakatiwala ko sa inyo ang, ang aking yaman. Okay lang? Okay. Dan, bibigay ko sa iyo ang lima. Sabi ng iba, wow, lima! Okay, Ron May, ibibigay ko sa iyo dalawa. Oh! Now, iba na yung tono, di ba? Iba na yung tono. Lima? Dalawa? Ako oh, kaya, baka six. Ikaw, Ivan, isa. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting, isn't it? Amen? Nakita ng lahat kung paano binigay yung portions ng isa't isa. And, and babalik na naman tayo sa topic ng stop comparing. <laughs> Kasi in reality, mga kapatid, masaya naman tayo madalas sa mga gifts, resources, time, talent, pati perang meron ka hanggat hindi mo kinocompare sa iba. Pero once kinocompare mo yun sa dati mong kaklase, once kinumpir mo sa dati mong kaibigan, bakit parang mas blessed pa sila? Pag kinumpir mo yung gifts mo, pag kinumpir mo yung blessings mo, ano nangyayari pag kinukumpir? It produces discouragement. It produces inactivity. Try nyo to. Yung sweldo mo, sikreto, right? Pag nalaman mo yung sweldo ng katabi mong cubicle na mas mataas sa sweldo mo, kahit gano'n ka kasi pagtatamarin ka. Biruin mo, mas masipag ka sa kanya, pero sweldo niya mas mataas sa'yo? Grabe to ah. Ang tamad nito, ang taas sumweldo, 
Ako, sipag ko, ang baba. Di magtatamad na lang din ako para tumaas. Isn't it? So comparing yourself to others will produce discouragement and inactivity. Na napansin nyo, kahit nasa ang kumpanya ka, laging mas maganda ibang kumpanya. Kahit sa ang kumpanya ka, laging mas mataas magpasweldo sa kabilang kumpanya. Para bagang pagsinilip mo, oh, ah, the grass is greener on the other side. Pag-traffic, the lane is faster on the other side. Napansin nyo pag-traffic? Kung nasaan ka, doon yung humihinto. Pag lumipat ka, doon naman hihinto. Parang nasa iyo yung malas. So, ikaw yung traffic. It it's interesting, isn't it? Now, I believe, bakit binaon ng isa yung kanya, I believe, is with this reasoning. Teka lang. Lima sa'yo. Dalawa sa'yo. Akin isa. Ba't ko pa i-invest? Ikaw lima, invest mo yan. Ikaw dalawa eh. Wala na nga ako, i-invest ko pa. Eh kung mawala to. Ikaw na lang lima, at least meron kang fail safe. Kung pumalpak yung isa, may apat ka pa. Total, ikaw naman marami, ikaw na mag-give. Total, kayo naman mayaman, kayo na mag-tights. Total, kayo naman yung mas mapera, kayo na mag-support sa ministry. Eh ako, wala ako eh. Di hamak lang na minimum wage lang ako eh. Compare naman sa inyo na sumesweldo ng six digit. Right? Pwede maging dahilan? Pwede. Amen. What happens, what, what happens is this, mga kapatid. And I want you to look at me eye to eye. Kahit yung nasa overflow, eye to eye. Okay? I want you to look at me. Amen? You can never be happy if you're always comparing. Never. Never, never, ever. Bakit? Yung isa marahil, hindi ko sinasabing absolute truth, pero marahil hindi niya itinanim kasi sinasabi niya siguro sa sarili niya, iisa na nga lang ang meron ako eh. Ikaw na lima, ikaw sumuport. Ikaw na lima, ikaw magbigay. Ikaw na lima, ikaw, ikaw na, ikaw, sa kap- magkakapatid, ikaw pinakamataas weldo, ikaw man libre. Right? Eh ako, wala akong sweldo, di ako, lagi niyo ako libre. Kaya tuloy, pagka bayaran na sa restaurant, kung sino mas malaking sweldo, napipilitan tuloy. Maglabas kasi ako yung may five eh. Ako yung may two eh. Eh yung one, intindihin na natin. So yung one tuloy, napamper na, ginus na na, okay lang, sige, biktima ako lagi. Ako lagi. Intindihin niyo ako lagi. Naintindihin niyo sinasabi ko mga kabadid? Eh total, ikaw. Kaya tuloy, si, pag, tas pagbibintangan niyo yung mga lagi ng lilibre, waldas kasi sa pera. Hindi yan waldas, kuripot ka lang. Pag naglabas, hindi ka maglalabas, syempre yung meron, talaga mapipilita maglabas. Tapos sabi mo, waldas, hindi siya waldas. Matagal ka lang bumunot. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, ikaw na naman topic ngayon. Ah. <laughs> so what's the reason why? What's the reason? I believe ang reason is what? Anong reason? Yung, yung, yung reason is what? Ano yung kanyang reason? Comparison. So you mean to say, listen to me, so you mean to say na you cannot support because others must support? So you mean to say that you cannot give because you expect others to give? So you mean to say that you cannot support because you expect others to support? Eh, pastor, they have more than I have eh. Mas marami naman yung meron sila eh. I cannot give because it's not that much. Hindi ako makakapagbigay. Hindi ako makakapag-support kasi konti lang naman ako eh. Well, kapatid, say this respectfully. Saying this with humility and love, you cannot be a faithful steward if you always think you don't have enough. I let that sink in for a while. Paano ka, paano ka magiging faithful steward ko lagi iniisip mo, kulang nga eh, kulang nga, kulang nga eh. So kapag lagi mo iniisip, kulang nga, kulang nga, kailan mo papasalamatan si Lord? You cannot thank God for what you have, amen, by looking at what others have. Hindi mo talaga mapapasalamatan ng Panginoon dyan. 
Because faithfulness is a result of gratefulness. If you are grateful, you will be faithful. Pero hanggat hindi ka grateful sa merong ka kahit konti, hanggat hindi ka grateful sa merong ka kahit maliit na puna, eh, kaya naman mabilis yung business niya kasi malaki puna nila eh. Ah, kaya naman mabilis umasenso yan kasi mayaman na talaga nag-start yan eh. And thank God for their benefits and perks and privileges. Amen. But I believe with all my heart, kapag gusto kang pagpalain ng Panginoon, hindi mo kailangan mag-abroad, hindi mo kailangan itapat yung pinto mo sa west, sa east, sa north. Hindi mo kailangan maglagay ng pusang hip-hop <laughs> sa ibabaw ng TV mo <laughs> para pagpalain ka ng Panginoon because if God wants to bless you, kahit gano'ng katibay ang bubong mo, makakapenetrate ang blessing. Amen. Kahit hindi nakatapat sa norte ang pintuan mo, makakapenetrate ang blessing, mga kapatid. But you have to be grateful with what you have. And grateful with the talents. Nakakaingit naman yung kanya. Tignan mo yung gift niya. Eh, wala kasi akong gift ng pagkantay. Oo nga. Oh, thank you, Lord. Maring hindi ka nga magaling kumanta, wala, alto ka talaga eh. Alto, ala sa tono. May tenor, may soprano, may alto, ala sa tono. Eh kung alto ka talaga eh, wala ka sa talaga sa tono eh. Pero hindi ibig sabihin mas magaling kumanta yung iba ay mas privilege yung iba. No. I need your gift, you need my gift. Kailangan ko ang gift mo, kailangan, everyone's contribution is necessary. For us to advance the kingdom of God. Gusto niyo bang punuin ang langit? Yes. Kung gusto natin punuin ang langit, magpagamit ka sa Panginoon. Magpapagamit ako sa Panginoon. Kung anong meron ako, i-contribute ko for the glory of God. May time ako, I will contribute it. May talent ako, I will contribute it. May resources ako, may money ako, may treasure ako, I will contribute it because I want to advance the kingdom of God. Amen. Hindi pa kayo nagpapasalamat sa Panginoon na hindi lahat ng parte ng katawan niyo kita. Can you imagine kung yung parte ng katawan natin lahat kita? Medyo matagal magsinkin yun eh. Think about it. Yung puso mo kita. Yung buto mo kita. Intestines mo kita. Napuro dyang pudal naman kita. Can you imagine yung nerves mo kita? Right? Isn't it? Amen. Imagine mo kung yung lungs o baga mo kita. No, thank God, tinago ng Lord yung lungs. At salamat na lang yung lungs ko hindi nagsiselo sa mata. At sabihin ng baga ko, o oh, bakit ikaw lang lagi visible? Bakit ikaw lagi ang exposed? Gusto ko rin maging exposed. Exposed mo yung baga, magkaka-infeksyon. Are you following me? You have a function, I have a function. Yung mata ang function niya, i-appreciate ang singseng. Ang daliri, ang kanyang function, isuot ang singseng. Hindi pwedeng yung mata ang magsuot ng singseng. Amen. We all have functions. We all have contributions. Ano ang sabi ng scripture? Binigyan sila ng master. It was given according to their own ability. Remember that? Binigyan sila base sa, hindi sa capability ng nagbigay, ha? kundi sa ability nilang tumanggap. So, binigyan ka ng lima kasi you can handle five. So, binigyan ka ng dalawa kasi dalawa kaya mong i-handle. And I'm sorry to say this, kaya isa yung meron ka, isa pa lang ang kaya mong i-handle. Alam nyo kung ano yung bangungot? Alam nyo kung ano yung, ang bangungot ganito? Yung feeling mo, deserve mo yung five, pero kakayanan mo hanggang one lang. Maraming ganyan. Baka katabi nyo. <laughs> Amen? Hindi tayo maging grateful kasi feeling ko, deserve ko yung five, ha? bakit one lang sa akin? No, that's a nightmare. Alam lang Diyos ko ano mas makakabuti sa'yo. 
Kung binigyan ka na niya ng one maging faith, kasi posible ba? Kasi tignan niyo ha, sa ending ng story, yung isa na hindi itanim, so, anong sabi ng master? Kuha ninyo nga yung isa na yan, ibigay niyo doon sa sampu. Kung ano pa yung may pinakamarami, doon pa ipinapabigay. So, for the sake of this argument, posible ba na yung may sampu, dating isa lang yung kanya? Pero nagtapat siya, binigay, ginawang dalawa. Naging tapat siya, ginawang lima. Posible, right? Na kung naging tapat lang yung isa, baka sakaling naging dalawa na ngayon. Pero dahil hindi siya naging tapat, hindi niya ginamit, he lose it. Kinuha sa kanya at binigay dun sa mas tapat. In other words, mga kapatid, alam ko maaring nagre-reklamo ka, but ito lang ang meron ako. Ba't kulang ako? Ba't hindi ako nakatapos? Ba't di ko kayang gawin yung kayang gawin ng iba? Bakit para mas may experience siya, mas may pinag-aralan siya, mas mayaman siya? Kapatid, imbis na magreklamo tayo sa one, hindi ba dapat magpasalamat tayo na ang deserve talaga natin zero? Pero ang binigay ng Lord sa atin, one, kasi napaka-faithful niya, napaka-gracious niya, napakatapat ng Panginoon sa atin. If you cannot be grateful, you cannot be faithful. Kailangan maging mapagpasalamat ka sa meron ka at hayaan mo maging faithful ka at manatiling tapat lang in the season that you're in. Huwag kang magsasando kapag winter, huwag kang magja-jacket kapag summer. Itamat mo sa tamang panahon kung ano ang dapat mong maging attitude. Do you agree? Don't compare. Number two, number two think ko isa sa mga reasons kung bakit binaon ng yung may isang talent yung kanyang resources. Number two, I believe because of fear. Fear. Number one, because of comparison. Number two, because of fear. Ang sabi ng verse 24, just to prove it to you, sabi ng verse 24, Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you did not plant, gathering crops you did not cultivate. Verse 25, I was afraid. And I, I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it on the earth and look, here is your money back. Oh, Interesting. Number two is fear. Ano ang kanya excuse? Master, I know, I knew you were a harsh man. Alam ko masungit ka eh. Alam ko mahigpit ka eh. Kung ako yung master, sasabihin ko, eh alam mo pala eh. Ba't di mo tinanim? Alam mo pala eh, ba't di mo ininvest? So alam mo pala ako ano ini-expect ko sa'yo. So alam mo pala ako ano hinahanap ko. Pero and yet, ang tingin mo sa'kin, I'm a harsh man? Now, Sinabi niya, I knew you were a harsh man, but it doesn't mean he was a harsh man. That's what he thinks about his master. But it doesn't mean yun talaga ugali ng master. And I believe with all my heart, yung level ng revelation mo sa Diyos, kung sino ang Diyos sa buhay mo, will determine the level of your obedience. Kapag ang tingin mo sa Diyos ay laging galit sa'yo, laging hinahanapan ka ng mali, na laging, na laging ang hanap sa'yo ng Panginoon, yung pagkukulang mo, talagang hindi ka magiging productive. Because the level of your revelation about our God will determine the level of our obedience. If you know that God is faithful, mahirap talagang mag-support, mahirap talagang mag-invest kapag hindi ka naniniwala na ang Diyos tapat sa kanyang pangako. Pero once na naniniwala ka na ang Diyos tapat sa kanyang pangako, na anumang binitawan ng Panginoon ay siguradong tutuparin ng Diyos, meron kang tiwala kasi may level ka ng revelation, therefore it produces the level of obedience in your heart. And I believe with all my heart, the reason kung bakit maraming Christians ang hirap maging faithful sa time, resources, and money not faithful to their tithes and offering, not faithful in supporting, not faithful in serving the Lord, is because of fear. Tinitignan mo pa lang yung miralko mo, natatakot ka na. Kakatakot to ah. 4,000 na naman ah. Y- yung makita mo pa lang yung bill mo sa internet, kinikilabutan ka na. Makita mo pa lang yung budget, alam mo hindi ka naaabot. Amen? At dahil nakikita mo hindi aabot, natatakot kang sumunod at magbigay ng tithes. 
Isn't it? Yes. Now, I want to set you free. Alam niyo kung bakit tayo natatakot? Because we are looking at the natural. God is not operating in the natural. He operates in the super natural. So kapag tinignan mo ang bill, nakakatakot. Pag tinignan mo ang situation, nakakatakot. Pag tinignan mo ang budget, nakakatakot. Tignan mo yung sarili mong picture, natatakot ka na nga eh. Meral ko pa kaya. Nakakatakot. Pero the level of your revelation, teka lang, nakakatakot to, but I know that God is true to His word. That when He say He will open up the windows of heaven, He will open up the windows of heaven. Now you can obey. Because wala nang fear. If you know na may expectation ng Panginoon sa atin, not legalistic expectation, obviously, but expectation that since we are loved, Jesus died, buried, and rose again from the dead, it enables us to serve Him. We are expected to love our neighbor. We are expected as a Christian to love our neighbor. Third time is a charm. We are expected by God to love our neighbor. Stop, rewind, play. We are expected by God to love our neighbor. We are expected to forgive. We are expected to give our tithes. We are expected to serve. We are expected to be faithful to Him. Are you faithful to Him? Naalala niyo yung naalala niyo yung babae na gumagapang lumalapit kay Jesus, yung immoral woman, na sa gitna ng pagdidinner ni Jesus at ng mga parisis, bigla siyang umentra sa senaryo, at binuhos niya yung kanyang pabango galing sa alabaster jar, at binuhos niya sa paanan ng Panginoon, at pinunasan niya ng kanyang buhok. Remember the story? Tapos ang sabi ni Judas, what a waste. Sayang. Sabi ni Judas, alalan niyo, sayang oh, dapat itinulong na lang niya sa mahirap. Now, maganda naman talaga, itulong sa mahirap. Sayang eh. Sayang! At alam niyo, sa mundo natin, habang naglilingkod ka kay Lord, may mga boses ka maririnig. Sayang yung Sunday mo dyan, ba't lagi ka nagsisimba? Day of mo ngayon, day of mo ngayon, ginugugod, buong araw ka nagsiserve dyan sa church mo. Wala ka naman pagkakaperaan dyan. Sayang yan, ah. Lagi sa hindi nila maiintindihan na lagi nila sasabihin, sayang. Sayang. Kaya ibang tao, takot sumunod kasi feeling nila, sayang. Amen? Sayang ko ibibigay ko ang aking, ang, ang aking time sa church. Sayang ko magsiserve ako sa Panginoon. Sayang ko ibibigay ko ang time ko sa Panginoon. Talagang may mga boses na magsasabi sa yung sayang, pero lahat ng nagsabi ng sayang na yun, Judas yun sa Bible. Right? Si Judas yun eh. Sa Bible ha, sa Bible. Hindi yung nagsabi sa iyo, yun na sa Bible. Si Jesus yun eh. Because God has expectation. God is expecting us to serve. He is expecting us to be faithful to Him. God has expectation. We have excuses. Link up group naman tayo after the service. Eh, nagmamadali ako eh. Groups naman tayo, group discussion tayo after the service. Okay lang, 10 minutes lang yun. Eh, my, gutom na ako eh. Punta naman tayo sa church eh. Punta naman tayo sa church. Ayoko na pumunta sa church na lagi na lang ako nasa overflow. We all have these excuses. But listen, Christianity has responsibility. Christianity has responsibility. If you come here just to feel good, kilabutan, manalangin, umuwi, at umasa na lahat ng pinapanalangin mo tutuparin ng Panginoon. You are missing the whole point. God has a mission for each one of you. Huwag kang matakot kapatid. Huwag kang matakot na magpagamit sa Panginoon. Aanhin ang ability mo kung wala ka namang availability. God cannot maximize your ability if you don't have availability. Make yourselves available and say, Lord, use me. Because what God has given you, you can use, you can abuse, you can lose. But if you're faithful, God will reward the steward. God will reward your efforts. So challenge lang, church. Don't be afraid to serve. 
Do not hesitate to give your tithes and offerings. Do not hesitate to make things right. And I say this, humbly and respectfully, sa mga nandyan, online, overflow, lahat ng nandito, kung kayo po ay nagsasama at hindi pa kasal, I say this with love. Do not hesitate to make things right. Make it right. Okay. May lisensya ako magkasal. Kaya ko kayong ikasal anytime. Kapag member ng church for free. Anytime. In my office. You can go there. Just give us time to process the papers, right? Just uh, 10 minutes processing. <laughs> Baka mamatay si Ivan. Ano? Amen? Why? Because don't be afraid to make things right. Ang takot na maraming Pilipino, wala akong pera eh. Ang takot natin, eh kasi pastor, na, natakot ako, sa, kinukompare kasi yung kasal ko sa kanya. No, 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 no. Huwag kang matakot sa sasabihin ng iba. It's not our job to please people. It's our job to please God. Yes. And don't be afraid to make things right. And I say this with love and respect. So nananawagan ako sa mga single people out there, single, mga living partners out there. Don't be afraid to make things right. I am for you. Kakampi kami dito. Amen? We want to set things right for the glory of God. Because we want to maximize whatever resources that God has given us. Amen? Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. <laughs> Comparison. Number two, fear. And last, number three, laziness. I believe the third reason kung bakit hindi niya itinanim is because of laziness. It's obvious. Nasyak pa kayo. It's obvious. Ano sabi ng master? You wicked and lazy servant. Sabi ng master mismo, you wicked and lazy I was afraid, tinago ko na lang. Eh, sabi ng master, you wicked and lazy. Now, always remember this. Ano ang dahilan kung bakit siya tamad? Sabi nila, ah, kaya siya tamad, pastor, kasi inilibing niya. Yes, inilibing niya. But the reason is, kaya niya inilibing, neglect niya. Hindi niya pinahalagahan. Lahat po tayo may gifts, lahat tayo may pera, lahat tayo may oras. Yung katabi mo, pangiti-ngiti lang yan, 20 na lang pera niya ni. Pero at least meron. Grateful pa rin sa Panginoon. Tama? Ako may gift. I, 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 I've, been give, I've been anointed by God to preach the guys gospel at least in this season. And I try to be faithful. Pero hindi ko pwede sabihin, total, tinawag naman ako, total, may gift naman na binigay ang Lord sa akin. Kailangan, kahit di na ako maghanda, okay lang. No. I still prepare. And I over-prepare if necessary. I have to invest, I have to prepare, I have to dedicate myself, I have to commit myself because God cannot work through me kapag hindi ako faithful sa binigay ng Panginoon sa akin. So I have to be faithful. Sometimes may mga panahon na parang feeling ko hindi yata nakapenetrate ang message. But it doesn't mean it's always the lack of prayer. Sometimes it's a lack of preparation. That you're not faithful to your calling. Napansin nyo ito mga kapatid, ang sabi ng scripture, ang binigay sa kanila pera. Right? Naalala nyo? Pera. Hindi buto. Kasi kung buto yung binigay, tama yung ginawa nung isa. Tinanim niya. Tutubo yun. Pero teka lang. Read our Bible. Hindi, hindi buto eh. Anong binigay? Pera. Ibig sabihin, yung pera hindi mo binabaon. Ini-invest dapat. Ibig sabihin, hindi mo ginamit sa tama. You don't use it other than the purpose that God wants it. The purpose is that God gave it in the first place. Pinapa-invest, binaon mo, kaya nagalit ang Panginoon. Walang masama na ibaon mo yan kung yan ay buto. Pero mani yan, hindi yan ang purpose niya eh. And if you use it in the wrong way, you use it abnormal. Abnormal use is abuse. You abusing the gift that God has for you. You are using it in an abnormal way. Kaya nga abuse. You use it in the wrong way. Yung sipilyo mo, hindi mo pinanglilinis ng sapatos, right? 
Kasi sa, sa totoo lang, yung sipilyo mo ang susunod na magre-reklamo kay Tulpo pag ginawa mo yun. Binili mo ako para sa ngipin, nilagay mo ako sa pa. Bakit? Pwede mo ba siyang gamitin sa sapatos? Yes, pero abuse yan. Hindi siya ginagamit pang sapatos. Binili mo siya for the purpose of that. For the purpose of what? Panglinis ng ngipin. So, so, listen guys. Seriously. So when I neglect my body, I'm unfaithful to God. Ah, ah, ay, gusto nyo pala sa migaw, no? gusto nyo pala mag-amen. Okay, maliyata yung sinabi ko, no? <laughs> Hindi ka amen, amen kasi yung sinabi ko, no? Talagang katahitahimik talaga yun, no? So, if you, if you neglect, kung hindi mo pinapahalaga ng katawan mo, hindi ka lang unfaithful sa katawan mo, unfaithful ka sa Diyos. Kasi binigay ng Diyos sa atin yan, eh. So, if I am unfaithful to my husband, I don't have a husband, by the way. You have husband. If you are unfaithful to your husband, I am unfaithful to my wife. I am unfaithful to my family. Or should I say, I neglect my family. Pinapabayaan ko ang aking mga anak pinapabayaan ko ang aking pamilya. So, kapag nineneglect ko sa kanila, sila, hindi ako faithful sa Diyos. The first stage of unfaithfulness is neglect. When you neglect something, kapag hindi mo pinapahalagahan, kapag yung dapat ininvest mo, nilibing mo, burying it, yung paglilibing sa Kanya will not give God the glory He deserves. Kapag binaon mo yung gift na yan, hindi mapaparangalan ng Diyos. Kapag binaon mo yung time na yun, hindi mo mapaparangalan. Kapag binaon mo yung resources, hindi mo mapaparangalan ng Diyos. Bakit? Kung anumang nilagay ng Diyos sa kamay mo, may potensyal yan. Anuman ang nilagay ng Diyos sa'yo, binigyan ka niya ng maraming oras, may potensyal yan. Binigyan ka niya ng maraming talents, may potensyal yan. Binigyan ka niya ng maraming resources, may potensyal yan. Minsan lang kapag humihingi ka, hindi mo maintindihan ng ways ng Panginoon. Humingi ka ng pakuan, bibigyan ka buto. Humingi ka ng trabaho, bibigyan, bibigyan ka ng Lord interview. Tapos pag di ka pumasa sa interview kasi late ka, na, late ka nang dumating, tapos hindi ka naghanda, sabi mo, Lord, pinabayaan mo na ba ako? No. Humingi ka ng trabaho, binigyan kita ng interview, work it out. Humingi ka sa Lord, kailangan ko ng financial provision, binigyan ka ng Lord ng 3,000. Uy, umi, 3,000 ako. Sige, Hong Kong tayo, Hong Kong tayo. 3,000 Hong Kong. Hong Kong 3,000 mo. Ayun! Hong Kong 3,000? Hindi makapunta Hong Kong yun eh. Hong Kong noodles na mabibili mo doon. Amen? Amen? Gusto natin financial provision, bibigyan ka ng 3,000. Pero yun pala, you can, you can use it as a seed bilang puhunan. For your business, for example. Pasinin nyo ito, pag humingi kayo ng pasensya kay Lord, Lord, bigyan mo akong pasensya. Habaan mo nga po yung PC ko. Lord, habaan nyo yung pasensya ko. Ano binibigay ng Lord? Lalong sakit ng ulo. Para itesting mo yung pasensya mo. Think, di ba? Lord, bigyan mo akong pasensya. Nainis ako sa mga driver na ito mababagal. Lalo ka lalagyan ng mabagal pang driver. Eh sabi mo, gusto mong patience. Eh develop mo. Work it out. Sabi mo, Lord, gusto ko po ng business. Ibibigyan sa Lord, idea. Eh yung idea nasa iyo na three years. Tapos three years after, sabi mo, Lord, wala pa bang business? Eh binigay ko na idea. I heard a preacher na sabi niya, tayo pag nakakita tayo ng daga, Lagi natin sinasabi, ang lagi natin ginagawa sa daga, pinapatay. Pero one day, may isang Amerika nakakita ng daga, gawin ko kayang mask ko to, Mickey Mouse. Yumaman siya. Nakakita, pag nakakita tayo ng bibi, ay, lutuin natin yan. Sarap yan eh. Pero siya nung nakakita ng bibi, gawin natin Donald Duck. O may Disneyland. Minsan humingi tayo ng business, matagal na palang binigay ng Lord yung idea. Humingi ka ng business, matagal na binigay ng Lord yung vision. Humingi ka ng asawa. Yan na. 
Lord, mawawala na ako sa bingo card, ho? Lord? Ito na lang po ang huling pag-asa ko. No condemnation, ha? Lord, ito na lang talaga ang huling pag-asa ko. Amen? Pero matagal ka na palang binigyan ng opportunity. Tapos ganito, ha? Ang girlfriend, hindi bumabagsak sa langit. Nagkaka-girlfriend ng tao pag nililigawan. Pag hinahatid. Pag sinusundo. Kapag tamad ka magatin sundo, wala kang magiging girlfriend talaga. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, work it out. <laughs> Is it helping anybody? Helping anybody. The worst thing, listen guys, and I will end, I will close, promise. The worst thing, the worst thing that you could hear mula sa Panginoon. Ano, I'm so excited to go to heaven. Aren't you? I'm so excited to go to heaven. Hindi ako excited sa langit dahil may mansion ako doon. Hindi ako excited pumunta ng langit dahil may lalakaran akong ginto. Secondary lang yan. Ang pinaka nakakapagpa-excite sa akin is yung face-to-face. Makakapaglingkod ako. Sabi ng Bible, we will put our crowns on His feet. Yun yung pinaka-exciting part. Na face-to-face ko may lalagay lahat ng fruits of our labor at may offer ko muli sa paanan ng Panginoon. Face-to-face ko makakaharap yung Diyos na reason kung ba't ginibab ko ang karir ko at ginibab ko ang lahat para sumunod sa Kanya. Are you excited to go to heaven? Sino sa inyo excited na pumunta ng langit, kapatid? Taas kamay. Hallelujah. Tingnan nyo nga yung katabi nyo, mukhang langit na ba? We all want to go to heaven, right? We all want to face our Creator. We all wanted na tayo makaharap. Pero ako, naniniwala, ang pinaka-worst thing, na kung ako man ay pupunta sa langit, ang pinaka-worst thing na maririnig ko sa Panginoon ay sasabihin niya sa akin na, alam mo, Stephen, Talented ka sana eh. Kaso tamad ka. Pinakayo akong marinig eh. Yung sasabihin sa akin ng Panginoon, alam mo, gifted ka sana eh. Kaso wala kang kusa. Alam mo, totoo lang, magaling ka. Kaso may attitude ka eh. Yung sabihin sa akin ng Panginoon, mahusay ka. Magaling ka. Mahusay ka. Kaso wala kang tiyaga. Yung may potential ka sana. Kaso nagsasakit-sakitang ka eh. Gusto mo maging boss. Ambon lang. Di ka makalabas ng bahay. Is, is, is the worst thing that I can hear. And every time I'm called by God to serve Him, I'm always reminded, kung isa lang ang meron ako, maging faithful ako sa isa, maging tapat lang ako sa pinagkalob sa akin ng Panginoon, a good steward of the things that God has given me, I'm not giving it back to God to impress God with my output. Eh, ang output niya kung isa magiging dalawa. Hindi ma-impress ang Lord. God is not impressed by the output. I believe he was impressed, and I say this respectfully, he was impressed by our faithfulness. If you remain faithful to him, if you're faithful, sabi ng Lord, well done, my good and faithful servants. You are faithful with a few, and I will make you ruler of many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. I want to bring this church to a next level of intimacy, to next level of commitment, to the next level, level of excellence, next level of ownership, next level of honor. I, I, I know some of you are not interested because you want to be a member. Yes. Membership will say, I belong. Partnership will say, I participate. So I want to transition you from membership to partnership because the church is not strong because of membership. The church is strong because of partnership, because of ownership, that when we own something, 
That when we say, sabi ng Bible, give and it will be given to you. That what you sow, you will reap. Na kung ano mang itinanim natin, if you want to go to the next level, to the next place, we trust His timing. It's not our timing yet. I continue to trust you. That your plan is greater than my plan. Sabi mo sa iyo yung salita, you will supply all my need. Not greed. Hindi sinabing, God will supply all your greed. Sabi, God will supply all your need. Just remain faithful to what God has entrusted you. Konti ang time mo maging faithful. Konti ang talent mo maging faithful. Konti ang resources maging faithful. Ipagpasalamat sa Panginoon kahit five loaves and two fishes lang. Si Jesus na alala ko, tinaas niya yung five loaves, two fishes, nag-multiply, napakain yung 15,000 people. Maaaring kaya hindi dumadami, hindi mo tinataas. Maaaring kaya hindi na mumultiply kasi hindi natin binibigay sa Panginoon. Just remain faithful. With us. Kahit wala nakaka-appreciate, kahit wala nagte-thank you. Kahit hindi na-appreciate na ibang tao, just remain faithful. Be faithful in the season that you are in. Si Elisha, kung, kung kilala niyo siya, isa siyang propeta, na nakakuha ng double portion of anointing, nung si Elisha ay tinawag ni Elijah, anong ginagawa ni, ni Elisha? Nag-aararo sa bukid. He was a farmer. He was plowing the land. Nag-aararo siya. Hindi sinabi nagsiselfie siya. Hindi sinabi nagsiselfie no, no, no. He's plowing. He's working. Faithfully. Habang wala nakakita, faithfully work. Si David, nung papunta siya sa labanan ni Goliath, where is he? Nag-aalaga, faithfully ng mga tupa. And God is using those small beginnings to prepare us for the things of God in our life. I want to be faithful in the calling. I want our church to be faithful in the mission and the calling that God has placed in this church. Punoyin natin ang langit. Amen? So I believe stewardship is this. Stewardship is not just inviting them to come to church. Stewardship is protecting them not to leave the church. Kasi usually masaya tayo pag may dumarating na bago, right? Pag may baby sa bahay, masaya tayo. Pero pag umaalis ba, umiiyak tayo. Because I believe that's a sign of unfaithful stewardship. If we, we are not affected with these people that is going home or going out. Because stewardship ang calling natin is not just reaching, reaching, reaching. Ang calling natin is protecting them. Kasama yung protecting, not just reaching. But to protect them and help them and, and help them develop their gifts and talents. That I want you to be involved in the group because I want to strengthen you. I want to help you grow. That you cannot grow on your own. That you are not at your best when you are alone. That Satan wants you isolated so can, he can tempt you. So I want to help you. I believe that is stewardship. When we help others get closer to God. And if you're really serious about this mission, punuin ang langit, mga kapatid, I want to challenge you to be a good steward. Don't, be, don't just be a member. Be a partner. Participate. Be involved. Serve. Be faithful. Whatever it is that God has placed in your heart, maging faithful ka. Kung may, may gifts ka, ipagamit mo for the glory of God. Kung may time ka, ipagamit mo for the glory of God. Kung may resources tayo, ipagamit natin for the glory of the Lord. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, Amen? You are a faithful steward. Hello, it's me again, Pastor Stephen. In case you're wondering, paano nga ba ako, Pastor, makakasupport with this ministry? Well, first of all, I would like to ask you to pray for us. Your prayer for this ministry can go a long way. But if you want to support this ministry financially, you can send your donations through our website, www.gscmnb.com, and click on that Give button. Well, thank you so much for watching this video again, and we hope that this video has been a blessing to you. And since nandito na rin lang po kayo, why don't you hit that share button and let your friends experience what you have experienced. Marami pa pong videos sa channel na ito that you may want to check out. We hope to see you again in our next videos. God bless you. Punoyin natin ang langit and let us fight for our family.
Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.